Welcome to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Thursday, July the 27th. I'm your host, Donald Ware, and uh, uh, I'm telling you, you know, we're getting through these things. As a matter of fact, today is the last day that we're going to take a look at the SWAC, and more specifically, we're going to take a look at Texas Southern. And of course, Media Day for the SWAC um, was a couple of weeks ago announced, so we've gotten right through the SWAC and have come upon Texas Southern. Again, if you want to listen to any of our podcasts, maybe you missed one, you can log on to our website, BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com. Of course, yesterday we had a chance to take a look at Prairie View A&M. Well, I got a special guest on the line as a matter of fact, and this gentleman uh, is entering his 18th season as the play-by-play voice for the Texas Southern Tigers, they call him the Chatterbox. Larry Hell joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's going on, Chatterbox? Oh, oh nothing much, Donald. Donald, thank you for having me on. No, it's my pleasure, man. The pleasure's all mine. A, a, a gentleman that does it uh, as well as anybody else and has got a great following. Let me start here, man. I want to kind of get your thoughts on SWAC Media Days. Oh, you've attended many of these, just your thoughts on SWAC Media Day. Well, from what I've seen on the video, I didn't have the opportunity uh, to go to SWAC Media Day uh, this year. Uh, but for the times I've seen, they try to get better and better each and every year. Uh, Santoria Black uh, did a great job of doing the corresponding and interviewing the players and things of that nature. Seems that they're trying to take things uh, a step ahead each and every time they do it. Yeah, they certainly do. Um, your thoughts on Texas? You had a, I mean, you've seen this team for 18 years. There's been some highs. There's been some lows. Your thoughts on the 2016 version of the Texas Southern Tigers? Well, I think the 2016 version of the Texas Southern Tigers, they were very, I could say, a very scrappy football team. They had a new coaching staff led by a head coach, Mike Haywood, that really knew how to coach the game, and to keep the players in the game. And when you look at it, uh, the, the teams that got away from us, we were, we were at beating them at some point. The ones that we lost, Grambling, Southern, Prairie View, we were beating them at some point in the game, but depth hurt us. But it was a very exciting uh, ball club to watch. I hated to see the seniors go. Had some very hardworking seniors who had been through a lot, different coaching eras, but they stayed the course. Uh, and under the Haywood era, uh, which is entering his second season, seems very promising. And we uh, lost Jay Kristoff the first half, the first game of the season, uh, which I thought really hurt us. But Hurts did a great job in coming in and stepping in the quarterback, but we just weren't deep as we should have been in different positions. Yeah, I want to kind of uh, sum up last season here, and then we'll – We'll, we'll, we'll start uh, talking about looking at the 2017 Texas Southern Tigers. But, you know, Derek Griffin had a monster season in 2015, ran into some issues, I guess, with he and, and coach, and then didn't necessarily have a, a, a great pro day. He's a big kid um, with a lot of potential coming out of high school right there, uh, was a four-star kid. Uh, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on um, what what happened there with – with Derek Griffin and, and the uh, Texas Southern football program? Well, from what I, well, from what I understand, and, uh, you know, I just, it just seems like they had a, 
had a problem with getting along. Or in some point, if you're the coach and you're the player, you got to follow the rules. There are rules you have to follow. And as a player and as a very good player that can help your team, I feel that it's your responsibility to, do, to be the best that you can be on and off the field to make sure you excel on the field. Uh, really not at liberty to say really all the intangibles, but I hated that he left football. I hated to see him go. I called him, uh, I nicknamed him the big cat. And uh, I just think he really could have helped us. But he was injured a bit, tried to come back. But I just think that Derek Griffin really had the intangibles and the size and the speed to really help this Texas Southern Tiger football team last season. The chat, they call him the chatterbox. Larry Hale is the play-by-play voice for the Texas Southern Tigers. You can check him out, KTSU FM 90.9, during the course of the season as he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. So let's talk about 2017 chatterbox, and you mentioned Hurts. Um, what, what's the deal? What, what is Texas Southern going to do at the quarterback position this year? Who's going to be the leader at that position? Well, Jay Kristoff, who was injured in the Prairie View game, which we were beating them, by the way. Uh, Jay Kristoff got injured first game of the season. He's back. He's healthy. When Jay Kristoff first got hurt, I could beat him running. Now he's back to the old Jay Kristoff, <laughs> who leaves me 50 yards behind. So uh, he, didn't, he didn't have contact during the spring, but he did throw the football to the wide receivers. Uh, I like his snaps. I like his speed. Uh, one thing about Chris, he's had a chance to sit back and have an entire year in the system of Coach Mike Haywood and also offensive coordinator Greg Gregory to sit back and watch film and for ways to get better. He's a great kid, mild-mannered. You, you wouldn't even know he was in the room if, if nobody called his name. And if Jake Kristoff can stay healthy, Texas Southern should do well at the, at the quarterback position. Sure. I mean, he's got some help in the backfield a little bit. Uh, when you look at Brad Woodard, last year averaged 4.4 yards per carry, 515 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He's back. What does he bring to the table? Big, bad Brad Woodard brings a lot to the <laughs> table. Brings power. He's very tough to take down. But one of the things that Brad Woodard, had to overcome, he fumbled the football last season. And that's why he was in the doghouse for a minute. And with Brad Woodard being healthy and Brad Woodard holding on to the football leads to the chains being moved. Also, Tyler Cook uh, did some big things into the backfield as well. So we had a dual threat in the backfield between Brad Woodard and Tyler Cook. That's what made our offense uh, flow smoothly. Whenever Hurts can put the football in the air, we could always depend on Brad Woodard and Tyler Cook before he got injured. And after Tyler Cook got injured, Brad Woodard toted the load most of the way. Yeah, Cook, a guy who who rushed for in excess of 300 yards and three touchdowns on last year. Receiving core, um, you mentioned Kristoff. He's got to be able to have some guys to get the football to. He's got a pretty good tight end in, in Mario Smalls, but – who are some of those uh, wide receivers we need to be on the lookout for? Well, Tracy Johnson, Jr. I challenged Tracy Johnson, Jr. at the beginning of the season of last year. I said, you know what? 
I've called a touchdown for every wide receiver but you. I have not. I have yet to call a touchdown for number 14. And that coming the next game, he scored the touchdown. And he said, how'd you like that, Mr. Chatterbox? So Tracy Johnson, Jr., we had a young buck last season in Bryston Cummings to come along and do some big things. We had a lot of new wide receivers in the mix. So this year uh, they had a full season under head coach Mike Haywood's system and Greg Gregory's system. And also uh, they worked extensively with wide receivers, coach Dallas Blacklock, and they're really buying into it. So uh, Bryson Cummings, Tracy Johnson, Jr., those should be some guys that can really make it happen for Texas Southern if and when we decide to go to the air. The Chatterbox, Larry Hale. He's the play-by-play voice for the Texas Southern Tigers. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. All right, Chatterbox, now you mentioned, of course, Last year, the, the, the Tigers had leads in various games, including three Western Division teams, which they win those games. Obviously, the whole tide of the Western Division is turned. Um, may, you know, Giving up close to 400 yards of total offense uh, per year last year was a problem. How did they correct that? And they also got a guy, Archie Rice, the leading um, tackler from last year, defensive back, who returns as well. Archie Rice. Archie Rice is a very good football player. Mild-mannered, he's tough. Once it's game time, Archie Rice is dialed in like an old Southwestern Bell telephone. There's no disconnecting it. Also, Sean <laughs> Jones, remember that name? He, he snuck up on a lot of people last season. Freshman, a walk-on, don't know where, a walk-on. This guy played great football last season. I expect him to have even an even bigger impact on the Texas Southern Tiger defense. Last season, we didn't have a lot of depth at the at the defensive line position. Damon King is gone. Jerry Moore is gone. The coaches had to beat the bushes, shake some hands, kiss some babies, and just do some straight-out, flat-out great recruiting to get some more help for the Texas Southern Tiger defense. And they've done that as we became the uh, number one HBCU recruiting class uh, this season. So expect some big things for this Texas Southern Tiger defense, which which lacked a lot of depth last season, which we lacked a lot of depth on the offensive side too. So this Texas Southern Tiger defense, the veterans that are returning, they have some guys that came to play and, uh, and that are going to play with them. Yeah, you mentioned Sean Jones, a guy that had a uh, freshman lecture. That's remarkable, had 10 tackles for loss. And then also three sacks on the season. Lastly, Chatterbox, we appreciate the time. I mean, you know, to be able to open the season really a week before everyone else does or the majority of the other teams do is pretty exciting, no less. In a a nice, um, against Florida A&M, man, it's one of those deals a lot of times when you see MEAC and SWAC schools play, it's in some kind of challenge or it's some kind, you know, it's a celebration bowl or it's some kind of classic. In this instance, it's Texas Southern traveling to Florida A&M. How excited are you for this? And in your opinion, man, you've been around a long time. Do you think we'll see more of these kind of matchups that are non-special um, matchups, if you will, non-bowl games between MEAC and SWAC schools? Uh, I think so. I like the SWAC MEAC challenge, but sometimes they put a lot into it. Just give me an old-fashioned football game, four quarters, not that much fanfare. Just give me an open view window where I could call a great football game. 
We haven't played Florida A&M since the Highsmith days. And I think this will be a great opportunity for our football program, for our kids and our alumni to embrace that first game. Because, you know, it's tough when you're playing your rival, as we do every year for Prairie View. You pour a lot into it. Everyone's talking PV, 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 PV. And it seems like your whole your whole season is hinged on one game. And, it's, and on top of that, it's a divisional game. So it's so important. But I think once we get that first game under our belt with Florida a and that gives us an advantage to work the kinks out. And then you go on the swag play with your division rival. And I think everyone goes into it a little bit more relaxed. The Chatterbox, Larry Hale. He is the play-by-play voice for Texas Southern. You can check him out this season on KTSU 90.9 FM online at KTSUFM.org as he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Hey, Chatterbox, I appreciate it, man, and we'll talk with you uh, during the course of the season. Wait a minute. That's it? (laughs) That's all? That's it. That's it, man. You did. Oh, man. You you put I, you put in your I work. I was prepared to go for hours. <laughs> I was prepared to go for hours. Yeah, no, man. We, you know how it is. A podcast, and I know you can too. You know those podcasts got to be a little bit shorter. So, um, well, Donald, we've been friends a long time. Anything you need from me and everybody, Donald Ware, Press Box, the Press Row, the podcast is the absolute truth, and that's it. Appreciate you, my friend. Hey, be good. All right. You got it. All right, man. So there you have it. The Chatterbox, Larry Hale, breaking down the Texas Southern Tigers. And, yeah, you know, I've been knowing Chatterbox for a while. I think, the matter of fact, the first time, um, I'm trying to think, the first time I met Chatterbox, it may have been at a SWAC Media Day. Uh, I know my first one was uh, back in 2007. And, of course, when Texas Southern won the SWAC Championship some years ago, um, had a chance to to interact with him then, and we've been in touch. You know, when we do that box to row blitz, when we have Texas Southern highlights, we can always count on the Chatterbox and uh, KTSU uh, to get those highlights for us throughout the course of the season. So that's a look at Texas Southern, and that wraps up the swack. And uh, you know, I think uh, Texas Southern. You know, I think that this. They, they they have a little bit of a ways to go, um, I think, but I think there, there's definitely going to be some improvement on uh, on this season. It's just, again, that Western Division is just so, so tough. I don't think they finish, um, certainly I don't think they finish in the top three, um, you know, certainly not this year, but again, um, you know, Haygood trying to build a program in this, his second season. On tomorrow... We're going to go to the MEAC, and we're going to take a look at the MEAC champs, North Carolina Central. As a matter of fact, tomorrow is media day for the MEAC in Norfolk, Virginia. And we're going to take a look at the uh, singular <laughs> MEAC champions this year because, I remember, prior to uh, this uh, 2016, the previous three years, there was a shared championship in the MEAC, so we're going to take a look at the outright champions. North Carolina Central, the Eagles, on tomorrow. Don't forget, if you missed any of our podcasts, log on to our website, BoxToRow.com. BoxToRow.com, you can also download the podcasts 
on our website as well. Have a great rest of the Thursday evening, and we'll talk with you tomorrow.